Welcome to Conscious Acts of Change, where thought-provoking, introspective, and inspirational teachings are brought to you each week. This is Empress Q, coming back again to have a new conversation around chakras. Oh, wow. That's almost like going to the doctor's office and finding out what's wrong with you, you know? So I want to begin by having this discussion. And uh, let me get my music under control here because, you know, the last time I got drowned out by my own music. <laughs> and uh, we want to begin to stop that right now. And just um, focus on what the lesson is for this evening. So I'm having some technical difficulty here. Okay. However, we're going to do it this way. All right. <laughs> um, just loving the conversation around chakras because it just gives us an opportunity to um, talk about what is really, really happening in our bodies. And, you know, our creator was just so brilliant, of course he is, in terms of how he has designed the human body and all life in existence. But focusing on ourselves and the things that we should be aware of. And we're always talking about doing the work and we're always talking about, you know, uh, how we can heal ourselves and my program or my ministry is designed to teach people how to heal themselves. And in doing that, I have to bring as much information uh, from both my own um, experience in life from what I have learned, as well as continuously learning new things about uh, ourselves and how we can improve. So, I have looked at so many different models as it relates to chakras and some uh, cultures believe that there are seven chakras and others believe there are 13 and then there's also nine chakras and ten chakras and you know I, I just <laughs> it's just so much information but all of them are extremely relevant as it relates to the functionality of our human body as well as the spiritual side of our etheric existence or presence. And so um, I want to kind of just kind of go through some of the things about chakras and where they're located, why they are important, what do they govern in our life, and this will probably take a couple of series because it's too big to talk about just in one episode. And I want to make sure that people who may not be familiar or those who are familiar, I maybe I can share some information that you have not heard of before. And we learn how to use these tools, use the instruments that 
God has given us so that we can learn how to heal ourselves. But keep in mind that much of this activity that we must engage in relevant to our healing has everything to do with our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, our attributes, our character, and how we interact with others as well as how we interact with ourselves. Our body is a reactor. It is going to respond to whatever it is that you put out into the universe. Whether it is a thought, whether it is a feeling, an emotion, whether it is anger, whether it is suppressed depression, whether it's anxiety, whatever you are feeling on the inside is going to be released at some point along your journey outwardly. Everything that is within must come out. Doesn't matter what it is. So, to begin, I'm just going to go over what the ten chakras are as it relates to the human design. Because in the human design, and Jovian did a beautiful job in his gift from God in helping us to pull together very disciplines that help us to better understand the cosmos side, the cosmic side of our being. We are made of the etheric elements of the universe, the atoms, the molecules, the energies, the vibration, the waves that make up the invisible spiritual side of our being. This part of us is the most important part of us. It is the only part of us that matters. Because that side of us is eternal. It will never die. But it will always evolve. And so our attention of how we manage, develop, and protect that side, that etheric side of our being, is most important. And it is that etheric side that has direct communication with the divine, with our source, not our human body. So once we know how to use the elements in which we are made out of, we empower ourselves spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, and we can bring balance if we learn to be patient with ourselves, not be anxious in making things happen out of the order in which it is supposed to occur. And if we do not separate ourselves in the process of our anxiousness, 
So when we talk about chakras, we are talking about energy disc, or I like to call it the wheel within the wheel, that turns like a disc, like a record player, like a record on a record player. It turns around and around. And as long as that disc inside of us, and this disc is literally, you know, kind of like invisible, but it's energy. It's a form of energy that goes around and around within our body. And they are located throughout the body. And as this energy turns around and around invisibly inside of us, it helps to propel motion and and action and movement that the body can do all the things that it is designed to do. But there are two major entry points that we should be very particularly focused towards. That is the crown chakra, which is the descending side of our energy from our divine source, God, the universe, the eternal one. And then there is the ascending energy, which is found in the root chakra. And that is where we bring our energy, energy upward. When we are doing things correctly, it is that fire that propels, you know, when you have, when you put coal in a, in a fire back in the day, I'm dating myself, but I'm dating my, my mother, my grandmother, and everybody else in the generation. You know how they used to, or, or in the trains back in the old times, where they used to put coal in the, in the engine of the uh, train to create a strong fire so that the fire can uh, be hot and propel and pull that train, make it go further, make it go and make it go as long as it can. Well, it's the same thing with our root chakra. We have to put energy, we have to put a force, our life force, use our life force to help us move forward and to keep everything in its rhythm circularly circularly on the inside of our body through the disc and circularly in the outside of our body through the disc because energy in our body moves around but it also moves upward and as we move upward God's descending energy moves downward and we are to meet in the heart chakra that where the love is and explodes like a um, like a Fourth of July when you have the um, the explosives and how they just blow out to these beautiful rays of light, and that is what the when they meet happens. There is an explosion of energy and infinite love in the heart chakra that awakens everything else in the body because that light is pouring outward and falling up and down and causing everything to awaken within the body. So when we are operating out of our crown chakra, then it is important that here we are connecting with the divine. And Within that area, we have the Trinity, which is 
operating from the level of our spiritual nature so that we can receive the communication and the divine messages we are to receive when it is time for us to activate. However, some of us, based on our belief system, based on our feeling nature, based on where we are in our level of consciousness, of understanding things, may not be there. We, some to some, this may be new to others, this may be non-familiar, but what we have to really focus on is using this energy to help us heal our bodies and to guide us towards the mission in which we are here to do for the will of God. Now, energy can get blocked. Energy can get blocked in our body. And I talked about this previously. Because it all is based upon our attitudes and our attributes that we are giving or not giving to the world or other people. Our, our attitude of what we believe. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not kumbaya and I don't believe in all that crazy stuff that you're talking about. Or I hate people. <laughs> you got people out here that don't even like people. Some of us don't even like ourselves. Uh, or I'm all in, I, you know, I believe in oneness and the universe and all the, of that, that it is made of. But we have day-to-day -day experiences with people, places, and things. And many of those encounters will cause us to react subliminally, not realizing what we are saying or doing or speaking. Causing us again to build karmatic experiences that we may regret later. But most importantly, here's where we're now talking about where that dis-ease, that pain settles in the body. So, when I started thinking about energy years ago, and I call them vital energy centers, because we want vitality in our bodies. We want to be vibrant. We want to be, we want to have vital energy where everything is moving, connecting within its own being and being supportive to other chakras like the redwood tree. You know, they, their roots grow on top of the ground and each root cross one another because each root is a community where they support one another. And that's the same way that our chakras are. It is a community within our body, a community of energy fields within our body that supports the body, that supports one another. So to make sure that we are able to live healthy, happy, and prosperous in whatever areas that we need. So, but our our energy centers can sometimes not be vital, some you know anymore. They can fall into basically two categories. One is what I call your energy suppliers, and then there are your energy depleters. So, where in our life are we allowing 
the energy to supply our every need. That's important. We must know where is the energy supplying our every need. Because if we are in the position of making sure that we are happy, then we must begin to look at where do we need happiness in our life. We just don't need general happiness. We need happiness in order for us to be able to bring things, attract things, become a magnet for things, for things to have vitality so that we are able to express ourselves from a place of peace. So when I look at what is a energy supplier, well, energy supplier is going to come in the form of a person, place, or thing. And it is going to be a depositor in our life. It is going to be someone, something that is going to bring us the level of vitality, the level of hope, the level of love, the level of support that we need to help us grow and move to the next stage of our being. And our energy suppliers is also those very things that we deposit into our own existence, into our own body. So it can be our attitude. It can be how we eat, you know, our diet. It can be, do, do we exercise? Do we detoxify our bodies? Do we have clarity and focus in our life? Is there any order or structure? These are suppliers that help us funnel ourselves in the direction and on the path that we need in order for us to develop wholeness and happiness. Uh, a supplier is going to be truthful and honest. It's going to have integrity and sincerity. A supplier is going to be independent and free, not needy. Not needing to attach itself unto you. You don't need... See, that's a depleter. That's that's when you start getting into folks needing oxygen tanks. And they need your oxygen tank instead of having their own. Okay? And then an energy supplier also brings you choices. It gives you options because you don't have to do things their way, a particular way, but it gives you the option to think about what it is that you really want to do, what resonates with you, what makes you feel good and safe and protected in your decision-making process. That is an energy supplier that deposits good things into your life. Now, now you have your energy depleters, and your energy depleters is what I call your, what I call your users. They just need to have something that they can take from you. So, an energy user or depleter is going to be very 
resistant and argumentative and have a volatile behavior. They're going to always blow up the moment you say something to them that they feel uh, is not what they want to hear because they're always standing uh, in the defense side. An energy depleter is someone that is going to always bring stress and pressure and resistance to you. An energy depleter is going to be that person who is going to bring anxiety and frustration or cause you to worry about something that maybe not even concerned you, impact your life, but yet they want you to be in that same misery that they stand in because they want to use up your energy and deplete it while they become vital. And then they're gone. An energy depleter can be our health. If we don't take care of ourselves, like I previously mentioned about our diet and exercise and detoxing the impurities in our body several times a year. Well, your colon you should do frequently, um, clean out once a month. But your spleen, your kidneys, your liver, we need to clean those at least twice a year because there's buildup of toxicity uh, that from the foods that we eat and the alcohol we consume and the sodas and everything but the purity of water and natural foods, um, you know, all the things that have preservatives and salt and food coloring, those things impact your organs. So it is important that we utilize uh, uh, taking care of ourselves so that we don't have heart attacks, we don't develop cancer, we don't have poor immune systems or develop arthritis where you know we become hardened in the fingers and the knees and the toes and the the hands because we have built up so much anger and resistance that we're no longer flexible in our life. These are depleters. Of their, they, they are robbers. They're thieves. But oftentimes, in addition to other people coming to rob us from our energy fields, the, vitali the vitality that exists within our energy fields, then we bring our own self-sabotaging issues related to those emotions that we have within ourselves. And so that brings about confusion and discourse and disharmony and disorder and violence and chaos. These are depleters. Robbing me from the vitality that is divinely mine, that was created when I was created specifically for me, so that I can live a joyous life. Gifted to me by my Father. By the universe. By the divine source. By the great divine director. Then we have that other one, you know, that other one that, that hate, 
that anger, that resentment. I'm not going to forgive you. I don't care. I'll die and go to hell before I forgive you. That. We rob our own selves while the other person walks away free. That deception, that fear. Fear of what? Half the time we don't even know what we are afraid of. Fear of exposure. Somebody's going to expose something about me to someone else that I don't want them to know. Then if that's the case, we shouldn't be doing anything that we don't want the world to know. Because all of our life will be exposed at some point to someone. And always in our own conscious mind to ourselves. Then there is the feeling of lack and poverty and limited limit limited limitedness regarding not having enough scarcity scarcity not having enough I'm getting a little tight on not having enough and so through that scarcity, we are told by other people listening to their conversations about how their life is suffering. And then we take on that consciousness of limitation, of lack, of not having enough. Which then develops mental hardness. And attachment to possessions so that when we do receive something, we want to hold on tight to it. That's mine. I'm not sharing. Because of that scarcity consciousness. Not having enough. Which all leads down to our impediments, the obstacles that we develop when we are operating under the auspices of energy depleters, energy users. I gave my energy away. We hear that all the time. The question is, why? And my comment is, you can't give your energy away. You just stop using it. And so when we stop using our energy, our mind is going to respond because then we're not going to do anything. Our body is going to respond because we're not going to move forward. And our emotions become hardened. And we're not going to change. So this is all of the things that happens when our chakra disc stop moving. And if all of them stop, we're going to be pretty much dead. <laughs> Kapush. This is why it is important that we know who we are from the etheric side. Because the physical side is external. That's only 
relevant to the world. But our true essence, the true foundation of our being, is from the cosmic natural laws from the universe. In the image and likeness, God is not a human being. He doesn't have a body. He is eternal. He is spirit. He always was. He always will be. And so will we in the spiritual realm. It is only through the embodiment in which we come here that we begin to come in the form of matter and we become grounded to the earth and all thereof. But we must operate from that trinune part of us coming from the crown chakra so that we are very clear about how to navigate and manage the human body. So going back to our chakras, after giving a clear breakdown of your vital energy characteristics, now all these things that I mentioned, every one of them and so much more, I just mentioned a few, <laughs> will fall into the framework of your chakra design. In the crown, we can have so many experiences in the crown chakra that is not going to be relevant to who we were created to be. And so there we need to really pay much attention to what we are bringing within the mind because our crown chakra is designed for structuring and natural brilliance. Brilliance of who we are created to be. We are here to help us fulfill the mission of God's will. But within the mind, you are going to also find the mystical side of you. You're also going to find the doubtful and confusion side of you. But at the same time, you will also find that side that has hope and possibilities and endlessness and just enlightenment. But it all depends on how we use our vital energies, how we use our mind, how we take this information and use it for the building up of who we were created to be. So, in the crown chakra, that is our inspiration. Then in the root chakra, 
That is our drive. That is our vitality. That's the fighter. That is the um, the approach, the beginning of life. That's where the fire is. And that is where we are to identify our contractions of our ebb and flow of how we allow our energy to come in. That is the fire that makes the energy move upward in the kundalini or the spine column of our lower cage of our back and up the spine until it meets in the heart chakra with the divine ascension. We are healing agents. We already come equipped with knowing how to heal ourselves. God created us that way. But we don't know the elements and how to use them to heal our lives because we've allowed the world and all of its dictations to guide us and tell us what to do. The world is your puppeteer and we are the puppets and we follow the direction of the puppeteer when we do not know what we want, where we are going. And this is so important because every year the world, everybody, the majority on the planet are being, are, are, are dancing from the strings of their puppeteer. The puppeteer tells the world everything what to do come January 1 this is what you should be doing and you should be asking for this and asking for that and, and, and manifesting and alchemy and doing all these things and within 30 days you're going to be a trillionaire and then when 31 day come and nothing has happened then we go into a very distraught uh, place in our life and all of our energy has been depleted and boom we've hit We've gone from the top of the penthouse to the second level basement. So we must know how to use this energy and work with the universe and with ourselves and give ourselves hope and give ourselves inspiration using our crown chakra where our thoughts come from our words our deeds our thoughts what do you believe what do you know for sure what is your belief system giving you evidence towards as it relates to what you know works for you Maybe you're not the kind of person that goes to church. Maybe you're not the kind of person that believe in traditionalism. Maybe you believe in the concept of the earth 
the shaman. Maybe you believe in the universe. Maybe you believe in, you know, whatever resonates for you. As long as you know who the divine source is. Because none of us has gotten here by ourselves. We come by way of, we flow through our mother. By the seed of the father. Whom God has given the seed to. And so we must begin to think about the wisdom, the ancient wisdom of the world's spiritual traditions and how much it has to teach us about the science of vitality for the body, the mind, and the soul. Now I know I've dropped a lot of information right here. And I want you to process it. Because we must be aware of what is impacting our energy. From the positive to the negative. Everything has opposing factors. There must be a positive. There must be a negative. In order for life to be created on this earth, there must be a pole and there must be a hole. There must be a, a moon and there must be a sun. Everything comes in twos. So we must pay attention to what is causing that physical, emotional, or spiritual behavior that can either surge our real vitality within ourselves because vitality comes from understanding your most important natural resources and that is energy. Energy. It comes from knowing how to tap into your energy source. How to clear the blocks that Make that connection. How to master the flow of energy so you can express your fullest potentiality. We have not even begun to imagine what our fullest potentiality look like. Because whatever we can imagine, when God brings it, it is beyond what you could ever imagine. You know, it's that knock me to my knees. <laughs> Joy. And again and again, traditions talk about the seven layers of being and the seven centers or chakras for the exchange of energy from the spiritual world to our world. So, there are many, many religions that <clears throat> definitely acknowledge our chakras and our energy fields. You cannot think that God created us and there's no scientific 
evidence with our human body. We are made from science. The entire creation process was scientific. The outcome of that process was materialism. So, whether you are a Christian or you are into the Jewish faith, the Judaism, or whether you are in Hinduism or Buddhism or whatever, most religions have some understanding about energy and the chakras within our bodies that hold that energy. Those are our levels of spiritual aware awareness to accelerate the flow of our energy from the spirit to matter. From the spirit to matter. From the universe to matter. From heaven to earth. From within to without. There is no way that we can exist without it. So I am going to stop here and come back and continue because I want to take my time and really break this down about who we are. You know, and I love to talk about who we are as non-physical beings. I think that's my signature. That's my specialty of what I do best. Everybody else is talking about the world. Who am I? Kumbaya. All I'll let them have that. <laughs> my specialty is to help you understand your divine design. And how it operates. And your responsibility of being spiritually aware of it so that you truly know how to function, how to exist, how to build systems, your spiritual operating systems so that they can work for you. And we can stop walking around talking about gimme, 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 Lord, gimme this, gimme that. But open up ourselves so that we become magnets and letting the universe draw to us those things that we desire. See, you don't have to Ask the universe, you know, continuously. Oh, Lord, did you forget about what I said? I just need... See, <laughs> let me respond to that this way. The only person that you try to convince is yourself. Because God heard you the first time. But the question is, are we ready to receive it? Just because we want something doesn't mean we're ready to receive it. Because we may have some stuff going on in the body. That's going to block the very blessing because we won't let go of something. We won't open up something. We won't deplete something. And we're still holding on to something that serves no benefit to our life. So it's time. 2023, it is time for us to elevate. 
my programs and what I have on my website, my programs are designed for individuals who are seeking, who are seeking spiritual education from a higher level. A higher level. I am not talking about religion. I'm not banging religion because it's very important, particularly for those who are just starting out. But you see, we're supposed to progress. We are not supposed to stay in the Sunday pew forever and end up dying there. And I've, in my old church, I used to see people was there so long. I mean, I think two or three people died in the church sitting in their spot. That's my spot. Nobody else can sit in this spot. We have to change the framework of how we operate because we are so full of richness. We have no idea who we are. If we just unzip the human body chemical, I call it the biochemical shell suit. If we can just unzip that and step into the richness of our eternal essence, we could experience whatever we truly want. And the energy in 2023 is here. It is here. It is here. I'm coming out the gate and stuff is just coming my way and I'm not even looking for it. It's coming my way. See, it will find you. You don't have to look for it. Technically, you don't even have to pray for it. It's what you're holding in your heart. What you're seeing for yourself. Because the universe... See, we pray for ourselves. We do. And so a lot of people will probably throw shoes and computers and doors and everything else at me at this moment. But the human mind needs to convince itself. Because God already said that He has supplied our every need. And why are we looking for crumbs on the table? When you have a whole smorgasbord sitting right before you, but you can't see it because the external you have put you in this mindset of not having enough. In addition to being wounded, scarred, victimized, feared, traumatized, abandoned, and all those other things going along with it, <laughs> we have to stop. Stop. Take a big, deep breath. And recalibrate where you are at this moment and feel that sense of surety because that is who God created to be. This is Empress Q. I hope that you have enjoyed this beginning uh, series of the chakras. We're going to talk about the chakras and we're going to talk about our energy depleters and our energy suppliers. Who's supplying your energy and who's depleting your energy and who's moving your chakras. And let's get rid of that puppeteer who's trying to tell us what to do. And let's take hold of the strings of our own life and let's redirect 
and control and move our own life forward and become independent. I will see you at the next episode. I hope that you enjoyed this one. We're going to continue to just grow and receive the supply that is already waiting for us. Have a wonderful evening. Shalom.